3: CBS just fired Charlie
0: Rose after allegations of sexual harassment. Yeah. They told him to clear out his desk, put on some pants, and leave.
4: That's what they, they
1: just
0: do it, just get out. Hang
4: on. <laughs> We've had a number of requests to uh, post a link for the product we discussed. I think it was Monday that projects Christmas images into your toilet bowl.
0: Oh, yeah. I got to um, get that.
4: And I will, I tell you what, I will dig it up. I will uh, get it to our executive producer, and we'll post it at com in the next, what what can we promise, 10 minutes? Well, I got to do this segment, obviously, so, um, okay, yeah, so in a few minutes. But it you clamp it to the lid of your turlet, and it uh, projects like a jolly snowmen. Nothing
0: Jesus-y, though, right? Not that I'm aware of. I don't want a nativity scene projected in my yeah, toilet.
4: No I, no, I don't want but people s- urinating on that. Snowman I mean, and
0: Santa, that's okay.
4: It's perverse enough to be urinating on Santa Claus. Nah. He was a saint. The, the man was a saint. <laughs> so yeah, we will dig that up for you, we promise. Gotta admit, do you have a guest bathroom? Having that in the guest bathroom would be pretty damned funny. Absolutely. So, in the wake of last year's bitterly contested presidential election, did I, you follow that? I remember it. Rings a bell. Guy from TV, the the, the, the apprentice guy, Donald Trump, he won. That's right. Quote, unquote, politically divided families cut their Thanksgiving celebrations short By an average of 20 to 30 minutes. How how
0: have they possibly come up with this information?
4: So, listen, there were all sorts of anecdotal accounts, people talking about this. And so uh, Keith Chen of UCLA and Ryan Rolla of Washington State University teamed up somehow. And what they did was, because they heard all sorts of anecdotal uh, evidence... What they did was they collected a, quote, unique collection of smartphone location data, location tracking data for more than 10 million Americans that allowed observation of actual, not self-reported movement behavior at extremely precise spatial and temporal levels. In more easy to understand uh, words, what they did was use cell phone tracking data and figured out how long everybody spent where they were hmm. and compared it to previous years interesting
0: boy that's uh that's a sort of scary information that is going to exist more and more yeah in the future as we all carry around tracking devices the paper
4: matched location data from 10 million smartphones to precinct level voting data for the 2016 election painting a detailed portrait of how people from predominantly democratic and republican areas spent their 2016 thanksgiving holiday I'll give you the uh, the the main result. Politically divided families cut their Thanksgiving celebrations short by an average of twenty to thirty minutes. Everybody left a half hour earlier than you always have in the wake of the election.
0: I wonder if because conversations came up and people stormed out, or just
4: everybody was tense and not enjoying it, and the vibe was uncool, mm. and so so instead of hanging couch moaning because you ate too much and watching football you load up you get in the car you go sounds fantastic (laughs) republican voters were more likely to bail on democratic families than vice versa so republicans who go to the democrat family's house bailed earlier than vice versa probably because they were tired of hearing how trump was hitler uh, let's see. There's a little bit more to this.
0: this well yeah. I too. don't know. I don't know that you can credit anybody or discredit anybody on that. I mean, who knows what that? I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs>
4: the data came from a service called Safegraph, which collected over 17 trillion location markers from 10 million smartphones in November of 2016. That's yeah, not terrifying at all.
0: Yeah. But... No kidding. I'm more. I'm more. I'm more amazed that this is where we're going.
4: Then they turn that data over to the secret place. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I mean, if that
0: data exists, all kinds of people can access it because anything can be hacked, we've learned. And, man, we're just just one giant tract for our migration purposes society now. Yes, yeah,
4: yeah. Well, and, and you combine that with the political stuff to capture the political leanings the two scientists collected 2016 presidential voting data at the level of a voting precinct the most finely grained level of spatial detail attainable, meaning, you know, your little neighborhood that goes to the junior high to vote. Uh, for the purposes of their paper, they assume that people from precincts voting for Clinton are Democrats, while those from Trump are Republican. Although that's, mm, well, now we're getting into the, the odd and unique character of the last election. But um, I thought that was really interesting, and I'll bet that's true. I absolutely bet that's true. You, you've, you, Every family has one or two people who are too willing to engage in the political talk and way too adamant and way too insulting to anybody who holds a, a, a differing point of view. And, uh, and last year, it was just, oh, my God, the entire country was just fraught with the stuff.
0: You couldn't bait me into a political conversation at a Thanksgiving dinner. It would be impossible. I could get really, like, tired of hearing about it. And leave early, but yeah. I, there's no way I'm engaging somebody on a political issue. Not a chance.
4: You have nearly superhuman ability to roll your eyes and and disengage. Though the average man doesn't have your zen-like self-control. The well, average woman.
0: I also have a you know, I'm on a radio show five days a week and get mm-hmm. to spout my opinion to people. So maybe right. maybe that's a lot of it. I Gets don't know. Gets it out of you. Yeah. 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 Well,
4: anyway, twenty to thirty minutes. Less. It's a
0: personality though, thing though. I just you know, before I was ever in talk radio, I just I, there's no way I was ever going to bring up controversial subjects at a Thanksgiving dinner table. I'm just not going to do it. You're either the sort of person that does that, or you're not. I don't know what other personality traits go along with that. It's just
4: it's got to be an emotional intelligence thing. It does not take a genius to figure out okay if we go down this road uh, people might get mad and it will affect the overall vibe and everybody's fun um but some people don't think like that
0: i don't know or they don't care my or... my main thought is this issue isn't going to move a half inch either direction based on what uncle ed just said or my response so who freaking cares well uh,
4: well right there you go but that's a particular personality type uh my my sister my my wife's sister is there we go Buckle up. She is. (laughs) Where's my popcorn? (laughs) She is. Actually, she's a very nice person. She's fine. But she is like really harsh, ideological Facebook post person. Mm. Like, uh, I mean, Trump is Hitler is too tame. One of those people. Uh, Some of my offspring, whilst college students may have been uh, engaging in some of that stuff. So she's that person. She starts unloading at the table. What percentage? All of... right. Is that what you said? That's enough. <laughs> that is enough. You stupid. <laughs> oh, and, oh, no, oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> <sighs> Give me a minute. Yeah. I just. Said, what percentage of the population can listen to that on and on and on? And anybody who voted for him is clearly every bit as racist and stupid as the Hitler-like man himself. What percentage of people can just sit there and I'm take not a that? fan of Hitler. That's what you keep saying.
0: Hmm. I, don't I feel fortunate because my family is very, very big. A lot of uncles, all very opinionated. We would always have these conversations, and a lot of my kind of political awareness came from the lens of those things. But Grandma always had a rule: not at the table. Like this is you talk about this right. in, in the pregame, in the warm up, when you're just all kind of mingling around, grazing appetizers, hanging sure. out by the oven, stuff like that. Right. But and let's keep in mind that,
4: with the exception probably of like the 1770s and the 1860s, people talked about politics but didn't take it personally, and would trade views and josh each other would all, and then sit down to give thanks around the table, and everything would be fine. The era of butthurtedness is upon us now. Everybody's angry. So angry. I look, the only reason I'm going to be angry is if I mess up the bird. I'm in charge of the bird this year, as I always am. Have been for years. Cooking it. Yeah. I said to the wife one year, it's funny, speaking of emotional intelligence, I've been in love with this girl for decades now, and I said to her, I says, uh, listen, I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm not sure you know, how this is going to go. I say, um... Would you be okay if if I cooked the turkey this year? She's like, yes, yes, cook it, cook it for the rest of our lives, cook it. Here's the bird, take it, take it. She couldn't get, <laughs> we could, couldn't wait to get rid of that. I'm thinking she might be offended or something. Right? No. So now I'm in
0: charge of the blade. Our oven doesn't work very well, and it keeps, uh, it, it'll just shut off and stop working like intermittently. The worst kind of problem to have. Oh boy, for no known reason. And I haven't, re- we haven't. How does it work to- when the repairman's there? Yeah, well, I haven't replaced it partially because it's it's built into this cabinetry, and to get a new oven would require, like, not the oven installer, you got to get a contractor, and I mean, just the whole Die. thing, Aye. and just haven't taken on that project, because we might remodel the kitchen, and I don't want to do the whole, you know, anyway. So that could turn, that could turn really ugly. Oh, no, if no. my wife's putting all this work in, and the oven just stops working, she is gonna, she is gonna lose it.
4: All right, all you and guys, and I don't blame her. All you guys writing emails. Jack is not a man of cooking, because they're writing the emails right now. You can grill it. I've grilled the turkey for the last several years. Fantastic. Well, even without the turkey, just all the other stuff, everything that's being cooked oh, in the of oven. Of course, right? You're gonna grill a pie. You actually can, but. Um, <laughs> Good for you. Some guys do the uh, deep fryer. Yeah. lot of mess. But everything, Too much mess.
0: Everything that she's going to cook, if the oven craps out, she's going to be so mad oh after boy. all the ex- oh, time and expense. And uh, you know what you can say to her at that point? Nothing. 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 Yeah. yeah. I can go sleep in the RV. I'm going to smoke the turkey do. this year.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to slow smoke it for two, three hours, and I'm going to up the temperature and... And then and a little more fast-cooking method there. and uh,
3: what, uh, Oh, yeah.
4: And I inject it, too, the night before. I inject it with Cajun seasonings all through the meat. So it's uh What it's sort of smoke intriguing. are you using? Uh We're getting a little hardcore here. I'm going to go with a hickory oak mixture oh, that's the right balanced answer. with apple. Wow. For a little sweetness. Yeah.
0: That's right. I'd rather have steak.
4: Now, but, in college uh, for Thanksgiving, I smoked pot. But now
0: <laughs> I'm smoking the turkey. Yeah. Personal my, growth. My dad made steak for a lot of years, or ham. It was really fantastic. I remember you used to come in with
4: tales of steak for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And at first I thought, oh, come on, then I thought about it for like three and a half seconds. And I thought, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. wait yeah. a
0: minute. Really great prime rib or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but whatever. I guess we're honoring the Indians or something. I don't know. We're I different. don't think we are.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think, I don't know. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: It. he says it didn't happen and you know you have to listen to him also you're talking about he said 40 years ago this did not happen
0: so you know so trump does jump into the roy moore thing and there's some announcement according to marshall that trump will even campaign with roy moore yeah boy uh so you got you know mitch mcconnell says that uh the guy should not be in the senate and uh, if he does get elected they'll move to boot him out uh Half of Republicans, almost half of Republicans, according to the latest political poll, don't think Roy Moore should be a senator. That's strong stuff. You know, and easily the majority of Democrats and a uh, slight majority of independents. Mm-hmm. Michael Steele, <clears throat> the former head of the RNC, you've probably seen him on cable television. Um, he said yesterday, This is beyond stupid and there's the irreparable harm that's being done to this party and to this country. Someone needs to take control here and it's certainly not the president. He said on Chris Matthews' Hardball yesterday, he called the president's comments about more uh about more sickening and um yeah. somebody uh,
4: virtually everybody who's held a role like head of the DNC, head of the RNC is a soulless tool of Beelzebub. And would chop up his granny to win a critical precinct in
0: Ohio. For Steele to say that? Well, he said, that's what's so sickening about what the president did today, and every self-respecting Republican needs to stand up and say, enough, you cannot side with Roy Moore on this.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell you what, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not with somebody out there that see dark shadows everywhere, but
0: the Republican establishment can't wait to get rid of Trump. Yeah, I just I just wish Trump had gone with the the argument of the, the, a state gets to choose who they want, so I'm going to let them choose who they want. Right. And uh, we need the vote. Here's why. Here are the issues at stake. Right. I believe the accusers, but it, he, if he's these not. these things
4: are true, I find them extremely troubling, but I don't get to vote. He's
0: going with the, yeah. the, the Roy Moore denies it, so what are you going to do? Which is he's like the only person taking that position,
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: at the federal level. Yeah, these
4: are odd times. Yeah,
0: I odd don't know. Times. I don't with with half the country, half of Republicans saying Roy Moore shouldn't be a senator. Uh, that's interesting, but half are saying he should be. So,
4: getting back to uh, Sean's story about uh, Prince Harry and the beheading and the rest of it, uh, Phil writes. If Trump doesn't get extreme vetting, there will be beheadings in lots of families. LOL, okay. LOL, not really. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's little ISIS Thanksgiving humor for you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Somebody turn on the lights. It's kind of dark. Okay, so we have the link up for the toilet bowl projector. That will project jolly, happy holiday images, Christmas images into your toilet so you can then urinate upon them and or defecate although certainly if you can watch those images while you do that you're more talented and flexible
0: than I am fantastic i don't suggest it uh, take a little sandpaper and clean the igniter in your oven that's the most likely intermittent problem a little oh. sandpaper uh, repairman didn't say that but is no.
4: it an electric oven because then there ain't one. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I wonder we've got a, a burner on the stove that the lights like sometimes. And sometimes it just
0: fills our house with gas. So <laughs> <laughs> So we're just doing the nuclear family for Thanksgiving this year. In years past we've yeah. uh, invited over some people and for whatever reason we're not. And uh I can't tell if I'm happy about it or not. I grew up I I, I grew up with we just did the nuclear family. Because we didn't live near family, and I loved it as a kid. Mm. But the, 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 there's I've been to a whole bunch of Thanksgivings in my life where it's like you know twenty people at the table, and it's freaking awesome. Yeah, so yeah, it's tough. But if you know if you yeah. don't live near your family, there's not much you can do. All well, right, yeah, you can have friends over, sure, neighbors. We've, we've know, done that in the, the past.
4: Unattached, etc. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, we've done the nuclear the, family. The, the, the thing. sad. The sad, the friendless. Um, <laughs> uh, we've done the nuclear family thing, and it's nice, the but it is different. recently dumped. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy. There's that. Invite over the recently dumped.
4: So how are you bouncing back from the dumping? Oh, not so good. Sorry.
0: <laughs> but I know for a lot of you who always have Thanksgiving with uh, grandma and grandpa and, uh, you know, your brother's family and his kids, and something like that, you can't imagine probably just your family having thanksgiving to get together and i gotta admit it feels a little weird but Mm. but i'm just trying to remember as a kid i thought it was fantastic yeah yeah well and and as i mentioned the other day there's the weirdness i also remember of a kid of the build up the build up the build up and you sit down and you think i don't like most of this stuff (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna pretend to eat a little bit until the pie comes out
4: well jack this year since it's just you and laura and the kids start your own tradition that's just words. That's meaningless words, <laughs> the sort that well-meaning people say to you and you hate them for it. So I thought I'd get that out there. Uh, well, yeah. Start your own tradition. It'll be fine. Shut up. I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be great. It'll be super. Uh, what's coming up in
3: your
0: news, Marshall Phillips?
3: How Syria's hellish civil war coming to an end. Russia and Iran taking over.
0: Yeah, that's something. Boy, oof.
3: FCC looking to end net neutrality before Christmas and the best and worst days for
4: Christmas tree shopping. More holiday news you can use coming <laughs> up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I'm prepared to take a strong position on net neutrality. Okay. Having reminded
0: myself of the issues. Okay, good. Yes. Good. I still don't quite understand it. Well, so. and
4: anybody who disagrees with me is an idiot.
0: Gotcha. All right. All right. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Everybody gives a big heart.
0: Not hearing enough Partridge family, Michael. Huh? David uh, Cassidy dies? You know,
4: I was thinking the thank you related uh, music would be good. I thought of that an hour and a half ago. and forgot to enunciate it.
0: Okay, I'll see what I can do. So uh, David Cassidy of the Partridge family is uh, dead. He was a huge uh, teen idol in the 70s. Today Show doing a little tribute, showing him on the cover of the uh, of Rolling Stone yep. and packing uh, arenas and that sort of stuff. And then a series of DUI mug shots, which mm. is... Not exactly what you do uh, when somebody dies, is it? Not a lot of teen girls flock into that picture I'm looking at right now. No, and that's like one of seven pictures they show. Yeah, Yeah, a A bit of a drinking issue. Well, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the
3: White House and President Trump confirming that he talked with Russian President Putin on the phone yesterday. Trump describing it as a great call that lasted about 90 minutes. We're talking very strongly about bringing peace to Syria. We're talking very strongly about North Korea and Ukraine. Now, the notion of a discussion about Syria is very interesting, specifically because it's been shown that Russia has propped up the regime. In fact, Syrian President Assad crediting Putin with saving his country. This as Putin's been meeting personally with Assad this past week in Sochi in advance of today's land summit with the presidents of Iran, Russia, and Turkey. Well, right,
4: yeah, and, and it's good we were sticking at least some hand in there. It, it, Putin did save Assad. The fight is over. Assad hung on. He's going to be the leader. It might be a bit of a client state of Russia and Iran, but it's all a counterbalance to the U.S.
0: Iran really won in this whole thing. Oh, they, yeah. they, they are such a growing power in that part of the world and... Um, you know, it goes all the way back to, as you mention all the time, us o- overthrowing Saddam. Right, the, the great counterweight to Iran. The only check on Iran was Iraq, and it's gone. So now Iran is just running over the over that part of the world. I mean, lots of Iraq. You want to do business, you use Iranian money, you speak the language they speak. Um, it's farcical. And, That's uh, a
4: sophisticated joke for you
0: learned people. And now same with Syria. It, <laughs> it's something. morons. I'm sorry about oh, that. They're building the Persian yeah. Empire. Un- unwashed masses.
4: Well, yeah, I tell you what. You got the Ayatollah Khomeini, Khomeini and George W. Bush. Those might be the two figures most responsible for Iran's ascendance in the modern era
3: records are showing that deputies responded 21 times in the last year involving calls to the stupid angry cowards home in northern california right. the man had been quarreling with his neighbors before he shot and killed five people last week the uh, records were released on tuesday to the associated press They detail a quickly escalating
4: feud between the gunman and his neighbors. Yeah, and listen, I don't want to be one of those armchair quarterbacks who tries to tell cops their job is easy. Especially, you know, in a situation like this. But the neighbors repeatedly said, look, this guy is a felon. He's forbidden from having firearms. He's threatening us and firing firearms on his property over and over again. And then the cop's response is, well, every time we responded, it was quiet there and he didn't come to the door. Mmm. Mmm. I think we need to find a way to do better than that. The
3: FCC moving forward with their plans to roll back regulations on net neutrality. The Obama-era rules prevent Internet service providers from blocking or slowing down consumer access to Internet content. So now the rules treat Internet service providers like Comcast, at and and Verizon like utility companies that provide essential services requiring they give equal access to all online content. Getting rid of net neutrality would allow the ISPs to treat content differently if they want to, so they could, for instance, throttle broadband speeds back for content competitors, providing faster speed for their own services, or start charging a company like Netflix for faster speeds those are costs that are going to likely be passed on to consumers
4: I have a stack of really interesting learned passionate interesting emails um, saying that repealing net neutrality is a huge loss a terrible terrible idea and we got like one note that said I just don't care you do it one side wins you do it the other side wins I don't care but uh, bad for everyone terrible And libertarians, I initially thought net neutrality is a regulation, so I thought your libertarian types might be uh, against it, but most think that the digital world is incredibly important for personal liberties, uh, expression, uh, political freedom even in the third world and dictatorships, blah, blah, blah. And if you start giving the internet service providers the, uh, the right to throttle some, throttle them completely. And, and promote others and give them more speed, more service, then it's going to be a terrible, terrible loss for Liberty. Wow.
0: How does it not end up where, very quickly, Amazon, Netflix, and whoever else are eating up all the bandwidth out there, right? paying a lot for it, passing that cost on to us, but eating up all the bandwidth, and everybody else were just crawling along trying to do anything.
4: Right, and, and China will make a deal with the companies, like the, the, you know, the, the satanic deals Apple has struck in China, or... You know, Google, for instance, old uh, or Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook going over to China, saying, "All right, listen, we'll yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and go along with your commie totalitarianism if we can have the contract." And you've got a chance that that your your really big nasty totalitarian governments will put enough pressure on these companies right. so they can win billions of dollars worth of business that it will get really, really crazy. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's a rare example where I think, yeah, it's a pretty reasonable
3: regulation. best and worst days for Christmas tree shopping, square tech, that's a company that helps businesses process credit card payments, crunch the numbers from thousands of tree sales last year, and they figured out the best of the way at worst days to go out and buy your tree. They say worst
0: most... day day after Christmas, no, no really, no. your kids will be crying <laughs> stupid. <laughs>
3: They say the most popular day with the biggest crowds. To buy a tree is the first Saturday in December after Thanksgiving weekend. that would be December the 2nd this year. Crowds
4: will be the worst then. What's your, kind of, your current tree buying uh, posture there, Jack?
0: What do Uh-oh. you do? When or what kind? Well, yeah, you go to a lot. You buy Yeah, we, a... we go to a place where you cut down a tree. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And they have cider and fake sleigh rides because there's no snow. and So you go and further denude the uh, planet and contribute to global warming. Well, they grow, they grow new trees all the time. Yeah. Say, uh... We used to we did that
4: for a while. It was great. It was fabulous. And then for years and years, we'd go to, like, there was a big Christmas tree lot and some abandoned gas station right. lot on a right. corner. Right. But they had lines and lines of trees, and the kids would play hide-and-seek. And Jude and I would go. We'd look at the trees. We'd turn them. And we took our sweet time because the kids. Oh, the pictures, the videos we took. Oh, I'm telling you, that's a good time.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the the main thing is, I'm taking the tree down myself. Yeah. The weekend after Christmas this year, because I want my wife's wantings. And we left it up for like a month and a half last year. It was like mid February.
2: Oh boy, <laughs>
0: she just liked it being around, and it was just
4: all right. All right.
0: I didn't like it. Not to mention... The Maybe a f-
4: potted plant
0: for Christmas or something. <laughs> Not to mention the fire hazard. <laughs> so you go out to the you farm... You can rub your shoes on the carpet and set that thing off into a bomb. Right.
3: So every family gets a chainsaw. You go out and uh, cut down the tree in the farm. They
0: give you, well, I wish it was a chainsaw, but oh. it's this long stick with a blade on it. And, oh. uh, man, you I wonder... I, I, oh. Every year I ask my wife, how many people have a heart attack of doing this every year? Yeah. About a third. Because I'm laying there on the ground sweating, heart beating, trying to cut down that tree. Right.
3: I got to tell you, to avoid crowds, you're going to want to get your tree in the middle of the week. And the closer you get to Christmas,
0: the less crowded, less expensive the experience will be. I always like these tips for avoiding crowds. You know why there's a big crowd on the days where there's a big? Because that's the only day you can go. Most people can't go on a Wednesday afternoon; they're at work. That's why it's not crowded. <laughs> have you ever bought a Christmas tree? Have you ever bought a Christmas tree on Christmas Eve? I have not.
3: That is a mixture of pleasure and sadness.
0: Yeah,
4: <laughs> That's a you. point. <laughs> that point you enjoy it for a day you i was in college i had like a
3: buck and a half oh. for a
4: tree come on <laughs> okay. oh, that's, okay. different. That's, uh, that's different that's different
3: that's your news i'm marshall phillips here i'm Strong and getting Show, the voice of the west
4: i remember first year we went to cut down our own tree up in the mountains i brought my chainsaw no problems got it show up the next year with my saw they say oh no no we can't do that anymore our insurance was canceled Oh, So we can't let you, as a grown man who's been trained in the use of a chainsaw, use a chainsaw. So they gave me the, the saw and a pole, <laughs> and I went to saw it. And an hour and 20 minutes later, we had that tree.
0: <laughs> what
4: awful song is this? This is Cherish
3: from 1972.
4: This is... Yeah, the cover of the insufferable uh, classic by somebody or other. The Association. The Association. That's is this
0: David Cassidy? Yeah, it's yeah. David Cassidy. God, there's some David Cassidy songs I'll tolerate. This is not one of them. <laughs> what about a Partridge Family hit for crying out loud? All right, I'll get that coming back. Yeah, come on, Michael. What the hell's the come matter on, with you? Michael, ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. To the I,
3: that I, am not gonna be I can feel your heartbeat and you didn't even say a word I can feel your heartbeat
1: but you didn't even say a word Oh I know pretty woman that you love to be her,
0: too. I can tell me. He was Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber. I David Cassidy.
4: Oh, I know and he was Frankie like
0: Valley me. after Frankie oh, Valley.
4: Oh, yes, he was. Oh, um, but he was David Cassidy. Precisely
1: in synchronicity oh, with David Cassidy. Oh, <laughs> back to you.
0: David Cassidy dead at the age of 67. Um, I saw a video of him playing, God, one of your big stadiums in Los Angeles packed full of people freaking david cassidy yeah football stadium yeah i mean that's a big deal so uh i like almost all music for some reason i am incapable of getting angry about music really for some reason i know for most people that's not the case music they don't like makes them mad i'd like to stab david cassidy right now but that would be you know food makes me redundant. mad food makes me mad <laughs> but music does not no music can make me mad food Makes you mad. Food makes me mad. Favorite thing you've ever said. (laughs) What
4: does the food say to you that makes you so mad? That's your favorite thing I've ever said. What sort of food makes you
0: mad? No, like just different restaurants and people wanting to eat various places. That makes me mad. But different music doesn't make me mad. So I'm the reverse of, because I know a lot of people, various kinds of music makes them angry. Sure. It's mere existence. Hearing it at all makes them so mad. My skin crawled listening to that. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah. I, I can just I can enjoy almost any music. I just mm. it's a gift. And I just don't care. I'm that way with food. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to go to a hamburger stand? Food great. makes me mad.
4: You want to go to a French restaurant? Not a chance. great makes me angry. Um <laughs> get a fish off the dock and cook it myself. Beautiful.
0: That sounds great. All right then. That's the plan. Uh, I hope you
4: don't change your mind and get angry at the fish.
0: Uh, I mentioned this earlier, designers are pushing trousers that combine the stretchy waist of sweatpants with the formal look of dress pants. Yes, please. A style that makes, it says here, particular sense on Thanksgiving. And it's got pictures of a couple of young male models. Speaking of the androgynous, like David Cassie. Young male models uh, looking really like, you know, super cool. But they're wearing stretchy fronted pants so they can... These guys don't need that. Please. They, they, neither, None of these models have an ounce of body fat on them. They don't know what it feels like
4: to put on your seat belt if you got a little extra weight. You know, unless they go Mark Halpern and get an erection, there's no point in those 125-pound guys wearing them. you got to show a big old boy. Show a big old boy wearing those pants. And show him wolfing down a meal. And with a smile on his big fat face. Yes.
0: Now, were you going to talk about this earlier in the week? The 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 brain based personality test that's out there. Are you a testosterone or a dopamine? Yeah, I've got the whole thing. Yeah. What's the what's the nickel version of it? I'm kinda interested in it. Oh, I don't want to have to read the whole thing. Well,
4: I, I would I, I wish I'd read this as a kid or a teenager. I wish I had a big chart on my wall. I might make one. I don't. Uh, I get. It's over but can here. Can you give me the
0: brief version? I know it. It's, it's yeah. complicated and requires.
4: Yeah. All right. First of all, so you got your 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 dopamine personality, and your there's
0: another hormone. Um, Testosterone. They said
4: no. No. Okay. No. You're. Yeah. There are four things. Oh, Okay. Um, and that's why I don't want to screw it up. But it's really really interesting and compelling. And what's especially interesting about it is. You know, you get your adventurous types and your uh, kind of go it alone, uh, bold types, and then you got your more bonding group, not adventurous. I, I like so rules. We got, I
0: like structure. We got dopamine, which this article describes as the explorer. Serotonin, which is the builder. Testosterone is the director. Estrogen is the negotiator. Mm.
4: And those are not. And it's like they're layers of it because you might be. Um, well you might be t- testosterone and but anyway the long and short of it is uh, the examples of like how to deal with people who are your type or how not to deal with people like uh your your dopamine people
0: is the idea that you are b- born this way you're yeah. either this absolutely. way or not okay absolutely That's, it's neurological structure that, that on its own is really interesting yeah.
4: So uh, people, uh, dopamine, people who are high on the dopamine scale tend to be curious, creative, spontaneous, energetic, restless, enthusiastic, impulsive, and mentally flexible. They're the explorers and risk takers, et cetera. They can't tolerate people who are boring. Serotonin, uh, more serotonin types are more sociable and eager to belong, quite traditional in their values, less inclined toward exploration. They're builders and guardians, calm, cautious, controlled, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And both those groups are drawn to people like themselves. Um, Testosterone types are drawn to the opposite. Generally, they're drawn to estrogen types. And estrogen types are drawn more to testosterone types. Now, And nobody is one thing entirely or the other. But here's why it's so useful. And I'm telling you, in marriage, once you figure this out, in marriage or in business, like you're dealing with. Uh, The dopamine type, which is the, you know, the more adventurous, explore-y, I like different ideas, for God's sake, don't bore me thing. Here's how you deal with them. Be energetic. Be optimistic and enthusiastic. Be flexible, spontaneous, and creative as much as you can. Give them variety. Be daring. Don't smother them with details. Don't go heavy on process don't require rigid schedules or routines. This is, we've seen this in the radio business. There are radio salespeople who are brilliant. They're as good at it as like a great athlete is at, at, at being sportsy. But you have companies come in and they think, well, the way to get the most out of our salespeople is to impose rigid routines and rules and reporting requirements and forms and the rest of it. And it kills those people. It crushes them and they leave. And 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 the revenue is 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 takes it you know, uh, you know in the genitalia, uh, but they just don't have the insight to Why, realize. Why'd you
0: have to go there, Charlie Rose?
4: I, I don't. I have no idea. It's all this it's the harassment talk. Close your robe. It's, uh, I'm sorry. It's it's too tight. It just doesn't fit right. I bought the wrong size on Amazon. Um. So anyway, that's an example of that. If you're dealing with the serotonin type, which I could do a very quick review. Um, the More sociable, eager to belong, builders and guardians, calm, cautious. Um, Do discuss concrete topics, be orderly, be calm, make and stick to schedules, etc. Uh, don't give unfound- unfounded theories, uh, use intuitive statements, don't exaggerate, don't leave issues unresolved, don't be unorganized, because it'll freak them out. Uh-huh. If you're trying to run a marriage, and there's a lot more to it than this, I'm telling you I read it, it's great. I want to post it, but it's behind the Wall Street Journal's paywall. We'll see what we can do to get around that. So give us a couple minutes, then go to armstrongandgettyradio.com.
0: That's some interesting stuff and the fact that you're born that way. Yeah, yeah, it's really revealing. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered.